How's it going, folks? This is Joe, creator of the Renaissance Men Podcast and Network Passion Projects. Um, today, I'm going to show you the interview of George Katz. George is a mentor of mine. He actually became a mentor of mine as a result of this interview. And he is an online businessman, salesperson, and mentor in the Integral Alpha movement. Cool guy, especially when it comes to creating a centeredness in yourself and figuring out your values and practical tips and tricks on how to stick with them and keep yourself emotionally independent. I wish you the best and I know this interview is going to wow you. How's it going, everybody? This is Joe, the founder of the Renaissance Man Network and the Renaissance Man Podcast. I'm the host of that. I wanted to share with you the intentions for this podcast and lead you into the content so that you know exactly what to expect and what to focus on. I want to help people live like a Renaissance man. Now, and nowadays, people either tend to be uh, a little bit okay at everything without direction, or they tend to be super focused on one particular career. But the art of being a renaissance man, free to do whatever he likes, but dedicating his life to the mastery of several things, and understanding that self-development has an infinite ceiling. That art has been lost, and so I want to help get that back into the world where people can become great mathematicians, become great uh, athletes, become great... Um, um, craftsmen, become great travelers, become great writers, become great at many things that inspire and make you feel uh, uh, like a capable and well-rounded man. Um, Self-actualize. There are values that I hold dear to my heart and that I hold dear to being the, the ideal of being a renaissance man, which is living with a sense of passion and curiosity and a hunger for growth, experiences, and knowledge. So I interview people that do these things. I interview people that are, in, that are good at something where I can share the things they're good at. I also talk about these values on discussion episodes. So please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. Or if you would like to hear the content to see if you want to subscribe, I totally understand. And you can listen to it and then decide afterwards. It's your choice. Um, And that is one of the easiest ways to support the podcast. Without further ado, here is today's episode. We got this started. That is awesome. Yes! We made it. <laughs> finally, finally. Howdy. Like, um, I want you to be center. Alright, well, we'll just we'll just have to do this now. Um, and I'm gonna make sure this is recording. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick, for being tech support. I really appreciate that. Um, Thanks, Nick. Uh, in the meantime, well, I just before I, I get you to talk, I just want to make sure it's recording on my computer. So I'm pulling it up uh, on my computer so we can make that happen. This is a nightmare. See that? My girlfriend, my girlfriend's watching, and she's sitting right next to me. She's so supportive. Oh, that's so cool of her. How's it going, girlfriend of him? Uh, what's her name? Hello? 
All right, perfect. Here? Perfect. Uh, You're actually... Um, all right, cool. All right, so it's recording on my computer. I'm actually going to leave so that the audio doesn't mess with it. And uh, I'll go outside. It's gorgeous outside. Okay, cool. <laughs> Finally. Oh, man, I'm so happy that this is actually working. All right. Um, <laughs> you pulled it so, off. I pulled it off. Woohoo. And with Nick's help, Woo! with your help, I want to appreciate you guys for being patient. Um, so I want to put you in this. I don't, can I move you guys? I want you to be like large. Well, okay. I wanted you to be like the center photo and then me to be the background photo because it's your interview. But um, I'll make you like that's that's fine. I'll just like you're a small guy in the corner, but that'll be enough. Um, you can switch so it. Tell us where you are. Oh you're no, that's on the top that's... of a roof somewhere. Yeah, I'm. I'm currently in Istanbul, Turkey, uh, overlooking a, like the whole city basically from a terrace at this cafe. And to, the weather was really crap earlier today, but now it's cleared up, and you just get kind of. Let me just show everyone what it looks like. Uh, there you go. This is my current view, and gorgeous. I don't want to give people the false impression that you know I'm some sort of millionaire and that's why I can be up on top of a cafe terrace in Istanbul showing off beautiful views because I think a lot of people get a false impression that you know that that somehow me doing that it means I'm successful or some crap like that well success is in achieving what you're looking to achieve it's not necessarily in somebody else's opinion of you true that's very true yeah, and that's actually something that I, I really appreciate about the way that you uh, talk about dating. Um, I think we added each other because we were in the same group like a, a, a couple weeks ago or like a month ago, and then we chatted briefly. And then I saw some posts on your on your timeline. We actually had an interview set up last week that we both forgot about. Um, yeah. I saw some stuff in your timeline, and it was – you're talking about relationships in a way that was like really, really like genuine, and I appreciated that. Because, uh, I mean, a lot of you guys know um, I tried pickup for about a year. And, you know, I was pretty successful in it. I, I enjoyed a lot of women and women enjoyed a lot of me. Um, but at the same time, I felt like I was, I was turning into an asshole that wasn't me. And I, wasn't, I was, like, becoming manipulative. And I actually lost a lot of friends in the process. Um, you know, destroyed my relationship. And I started to realize... Uh, kind of the things that you teach and I, I which is which, I mean I, I'll let you talk about it and I want to I want to share I'll, I'll let you this is your interview I'll let you you share how do you think about relate sure so you know I'm kind of in a similar boat I got into the kind of pickup stuff when I was 19 and was involved in that for for many years and so it didn't take me long to realize that there was something a bit askew something a bit weird about it that it that it wasn't making me happier that even if I was getting results with women, it wasn't really answering deeper questions I had about my own sense of self, self-worth and confidence and stuff like that. So, of course, I did what everyone does in that situation. I ended up getting really obsessed with self-development. And eventually I realized that self-development was another way to kind of avoid actually looking at the problem. And all of that led me to where I am now where... 
I, I took a really long journey to work on my head and deal with a lot of my insecurities. Um, with to to How's it going? without anyone really without anyone really knowing, without anyone yeah. really being aware of it, without my family being aware aware of it, or my sure. or friends or anyone, I was kind of very covertly working on myself for many many years. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate to find the right mentor who I basically relentlessly persisted in wanting to be trained by and eventually he caved and then we spent seven years working on my head and my insecurities and teaching me his skill set and all of that kind of made me realize just how much of the dating game is about us and how much of attracting a quality partner is about us it's about us and it's about like what we're willing to do to become the best version of ourselves and that sounds a little bit cliche but it's ultimately true and I'm fortunate that I come from an interesting camp where I don't think you need to become a pickup artist to become good with women but I also don't think just kind of being passive and expecting it to happen and you know if you wait long enough the right girl will find you I don't think either of those extreme attitudes are a good perspective to have mm-hmm. So what you're saying is it's important to be centered. You found that it's important to be centered in yourself, which means, you know, pickup is being centered in her. But you you found it's important to be centered in yourself, but at the same time, have that same drive to be the best you because you're only going to attract somebody who is at your level. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's like the more that you know what you're about as a man, the more attractive that is to women. Mm-hmm. And... When when you're ch- it's kind of funny because when you're when guys get caught up in the whole is she gonna like me can I say this what does it mean if she does this yeah. and all this kind of crap that's actually keeping them away from being ma- masculine it's all those things that are keeping him away from being masculine because the masculine dude knows what he's about mm-hmm. and he doesn't he doesn't waver to what everyone else is doing he knows what he's about and he stands his ground and he instead of worrying about what like what some girl's message might mean he makes a decision he says is this something i want to tolerate is this who i am and if he's not if it's not then he makes a decision for himself and he gets away from the things that aren't in alignment with who he wants to be and i guess that's kind of where we're at now right because something that i'm working on is the last three months I've been traveling and stuff and obviously keeping my business afloat but I kind of fell into a real deep pit and that pit made me realize that I wasn't really sure how to best be helping people whilst also being of help to other people and then it going through that sort of struggle made me come out the other side and realize you know what there's really not many good examples of being a man mm-hmm. because there's yeah. either these sort of there's either these sort of hyper-masculine examples or there's uh-huh. these kind of like guys who equate being a man to how good you are at getting laid and neither yeah. one of those perspectives is, to me at least, really what it means to be a man and it's yeah. taken me a long time. And then also in America and some other parts of the world we have, um, uh, we have some institutionalized beliefs that actually um, oppress men from being masculine um, and, and a societal pressure to be 
uh, less of yourself, which of course is always societal pressure, and a man wouldn't wouldn't believe in those things. But I think it's really important to note the the societal pressures um, against masculinity um, uh, that are, are very prevalent in parts of the U.S. Well, yeah, I mean the same. It, it's kind of that same issue of like. Um, there, I, I think there is, you know, I think there is a toxic mas- masculinity, and that's that mm-hmm. that false falsity where guys are trying to determine their worth by whether or not women, whether attractive women, validate them or not, and and bravado and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I don't think that it has to do with patriarchy, and I don't think feminism is the answer. Mm-hmm. I I do think that there's a lot of signs of men not really having good examples mm-hmm. and i don't i don't think i'm perfect by any means and i don't i'm not trying to say that i'm, I'm not trying to say that i'm the ultimate man because i'm not but i almost feel like that's why it's so important because i'm like i'm just a normal dude um i'm very i've become very sure of myself in this journey i've become very sure of myself in this journey and um i think really a man is about his convictions and he's also about his humility and he's also about like not being afraid to express himself in whatever kind of shape or form that that comes up and Mm -hmm. if i can help other people do that if i can help other guys do that in their own way rather than what they think will get them xyz result Mm -hmm. then i think they will they will become better men and i think by becoming better men they will be examples for other people and they'll they'll impact the world in a positive way and yeah that's what i'm hoping for yeah and that's it's interesting you say that because that's one of the my core beliefs is that in becoming in becoming the best of yourself that's the best you can do for others um it's just like how there's there's you're never gonna make yourself sick enough to help the sick become healthy if it's about health, like the, the, the more healthy you are and the more clear you are in what you do to keep your health and how you think about your health and how you keep your health, that's how you're going to help all the sick people is by being as healthy as possible and bringing them up. And I think I really like what you're doing is that you're saying in, in building a world of, of, of positive masculinity, of, of helping men become uh, their best selves best way I'm going to do it is to, to do it myself and then to share the ways I've done it and, and my journey. Um, and that's something I really respect about you because I think that the, the dating, the dating um, pool of dating coaches is, is way too full of, um, of people that are like, oh, you know, you want to, you want to like girls believe this, so you have to, you have to react to it when they say, when they say this or like that. And I mean, yeah, there might be like, there might be some kind of, that, that's somewhat effective in getting girls, but is it effective in becoming the best you, you know? And what if you just become the best you, and then because you're, you're a person that gives value to people, then you're able to get, um, get some, uh, get validation from women because you're worthy of it, because you're, 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 you care about what you think about, um, and, and that's, that's, I think, a change that, that people make internally once they get to the point where they've gotten it out of their system, if you will. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry about the birds. I, I, I'm not in charge of the birds. They just fly by, so um, <laughs> I'll do my... If I can, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them to be quiet. Um, yeah, so, so touching on that point, like... Sorry, 
Uh, I got I got thrown off track for a second. It's okay. Uh, talking about oh, yeah. Uh, so 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 essentially, like it's that ho- it's 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 a bit complicated and it's a bit hypocritical for me because obviously I I kind of went on that pickup journey and and came full circle and that's why I realize what I realize now. Um, and at the same time, it's easy to say, oh, you just need to not be- want the validation of women in order to get them and for guys to be like well that's easy for you to say well yeah yeah it is easy because i've done all the work um it's that if you look at what's really attractive and why girls end up with assholes instead of say the good guys the one thing that the assholes have is conviction they know what they're about they and they stand uh, firm in that and that and that makes them strong and that makes them like not the not the dependable um, force, not a dependable structure that they that the woman can absolutely rely on. But it's better than what they're getting from nice guys and guys who don't have a backbone. Because those guys, those guys are worrying about whether she's going to like how tall he is, or short, or if he has a big nose, or you know whether he's got money or whatever. And those those concerns make him. They're actually, a, they're, they're actually a sign of him being more in his femininity because his concerns about all that shit is actually what she's concerned about and she's not looking to connect with a, with a woman. She's looking to connect with a man and a man, uh, the best way I can put it, and I hate to put it because um, I'm not very spiritual, but I'll, I'll agree with the metaphor is in David Data's book, The Way of the Superior Man, he talks about a soldier going yeah. to war and he talks about the idea that the that this the, the partner of the soldier is saying to him as he's leaving and walking away from the door, you know, I don't want you to go. Stay here. Stay here with the kids and I. Yeah. And the reality is that if he does that, if he if he wavers in his conviction and he does that instead of what he need, what his true drive in life is, which is to go to war and fight, and and you know, his purpose, what and that she's going to ultimately end up resenting him mm-hmm. because it means that she's more important than than anything else in his life and no woman wants to be more important than anything else in a man's mm-hmm. life she wants to be very important absolutely but she she needs to be like a 10 but then like his life and his mission and his convictions need to be at 11 yeah and there's a really great what, quote. Um, have you heard uh, Zan Perion's uh, book, um, 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 The Alabaster Girl? I haven't read it, but I've heard really good things, and I do know Amazing. some of those guys. If you want the PDF, I'm sorry, Zan, but if you want the PDF, um, I have it for you. Um, you know, I'll just send that to you later. Uh, again, sorry, Zan, because I really respect him, and I don't want to like cause him to lose money. But um, when it comes to, uh, he's such an enlightened guy, and I really appreciate uh, where he comes from. Because um, he's like, it's it, uh, somebody in the book, um, he kind of asks himself questions in this narrative format. It's kind of poetic. It's kind of cool. And he, he's like, um, the, his, the interviewer that he made, he made up asked him the question, uh, what's the difference between you and a pickup artist? And he said, um, empathy. And I thought that was interesting because when it comes, uh, when it comes from, from what, what you were saying, uh, he, he says, and this is a great quote that I think exemplifies it in another way, um, I've read this here now. It's great, but this implies a little bit like women want you to love them, but they want you to love yourself more. 
And so it, it, it's almost like whenever whenever I'm I'm talking to somebody, like I'll be like, I really like you and I want you, but at the same time, I love myself more, and that's the thing to me. Uh, what do you what do you think about that that wording? Does that bring up that? Yeah, I, I think that's kind of on on the right track. Um, as long as we don't confuse loving ourselves more with being completely unreasonable and unwilling to kind of work with someone else. But I think he I think he means that because he yeah. talks about empathy. So um, Zan Zan's a very clued on guy, and I guess there was a long time ago, a long period where I didn't really agree with Zan, and it's because I couldn't see it the way he saw it mm-hmm. because I was insecure and. Don't get me wrong. I still have insecurities, and I think that's a part of like becoming into your manliness. Is instead of having this disownership or this shame around it, it's like that's actually what makes you human, and that's where this kind of deeper sense of confidence comes from. Like for instance, I got family on this live now, and they're hearing me say shit, and I've also got clients, and I got other people, and of course, yeah. they, they've got impressions of me, and. Um, I can't control those impressions and they might think I'm full of shit or they might think like, well, I didn't know that about you or whatever. Yeah. Um, I've spent so much of my life trying to hide or shame away or disconnect from all these parts that I like didn't want other people because I, because I, I feared what others would judge of those things in me. And I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just too tired with that. Mm-hmm. And I've realized like that I actually garner a lot more respect within myself and from other people and more confidence and better connections all by being more real within myself. Mm-hmm. So you found you know? that, that being vulnerable has gotten you to become a lot closer to people, even though sometimes you're afraid what? of what they'll think. Well, it's a, it's, it's a catch-22 because I think vulnerability in and of itself is not enough. And this is where nice guys end up getting really hurt. Uh-huh. Um, you got you can't be vulnerable if you can't defend yourself. It's like you, you, can't, you can't be... I don't know how much you're into MMA, but Anderson Silva used to keep his hands down when he fought uh-huh. um, and allow someone to, to attack him. Yeah. And he, he's a counter-puncher. Well... Uh-huh. You can't be vulnerable. You can't expose yourself and open yourself up to an attack of any kind, emotionally or other. Hey, how's it going, everybody? I'm gonna bring George on again. I apologize for that uh, that that delay. Um, I remember exactly what we we're talking about, and uh, it's recorded on my computer, so I'll just put that up soon. Um, my phone was in direct sunlight, and it was like this is getting way too hot. So I'm going to. Um, I'm going to uh, um, shut down for a moment. <laughs> so now that we're done with that, let me try to get George on. Yes, request your viewers, share broadcast, invite friends to watch. I'm gonna invite George uh, back on. We're gonna uh, open up the questions. George, yes. Cool. All right, perfect. So. Yeah, so um, we were just chatting. Hey, how's it going, George? I'm gonna put you back in the video. What happened was, it was kind of weird. What happened? It ended up uh, where it was, uh, the sun was directly on my phone, and it all of a sudden was like, it's too hot, gotta cool down now, so I'm in the shade. 
I'm, I'm, gonna, so I'm gonna find a process that works. Trust me, this is a bit, a bit, uh, a bit new of a process for me, but uh, we're gonna make it work. All right, I'm back. I'm back. Last thing we were talking about, you're talking about how an MMA fighter would let his guard down, but only because he knew he could punch him back, and that was an analogy for, for vulnerability, you said. Yeah, because obviously if you look at nice guys and stuff, they're ultimately very vulnerable, but the problem is that vulnerability is from insecurity, and it's also without the ability to actually defend themselves. And mm-hmm. what they're lacking is that assertiveness, and assertiveness is about having boundaries and um being able to stand up for yourself and, and if you're going to be vulnerable you have to be able to do those things which is why so many guys are anxious about going up to a girl and asking her out or worried about her rejecting rejecting them or being embarrassed or whatever it's because they think that anything she does is something they have to put up with and that they ultimately are in a win-lose situation because they're going to be vulnerable and the only possibility is they either don't get hurt or they get hurt a lot. And that's just stupid. Yeah. It's not just a bit about being vulnerable. You've got to balance that. Just like you can't just go into a ring and let someone punch you. <laughs> yeah. But then again, a if, you're, if you're in a therapy session, like the environment's different. And then the ideal thing to do there would just be talk about yourself. It depends on your environment. And even if your therapist says something that's not true to you, you still need to be like, hey, no, that's not me. I think that's an interesting sure. thing to say. I uh, think to like just just enumerate is, is the difference between vulnerability and weakness, and mm. I mean, they can exist at the same time. And some people equate the two, and some people like they don't necessarily understand the difference. Um, uh, and and I have an understanding, but because this is your interview, I wanna I wanna ask you how would you explain the difference, and then I'm gonna open it up to questions. Sure. So the, I guess the difference is that vulnerability is about ownership of you of your humanity and the fact that you have chinks in your armor right but weakness is being ashamed of that and also exposing those chinks in the armor mm-hmm. when you shouldn't be when when it's not safe to be when it's not a good idea to do so so to be vulnerable you also need to be able to protect yourself and if you can't do that then it limits your ability to be vulnerable because the only result that you can possibly get from being vulnerable is to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. You see it all the time and then people don't want to be vulnerable because it hurts. Well, it hurts because because you're going into you're going into a situation where the risk and the hurt are are there and pos- and are possibilities, but you can't do anything about it. Yeah. You know, if yeah, you got to go to you got to be able to defend yourself. Yeah, absolutely. If I go up to somebody and I'm I'm not rude to them and I'm not an asshole to them and they say some, you know, start laughing at me or making fun of me, I'm not going to just be like, I'm not going to put my head down and, and walk off sulking. I'm going to be like, Who, what kind of human being are you? Like, I'm yeah. going to stand my ground. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of experiences where, where you have, where you have the choice of, do I let the person walk over me or do I say no? Like, I'm just going to... I'm just going to stand my ground and they might be angry at me and they might even fight me back, but I know I can defend myself because I'm convi- I'm convicted in that I'm right. Um, but at the same time, being convicted in what you're right and saying what that is, like for instance, this guy cut in front of me in line when he had, I had like two things I was buying. 
he had uh, like a whole group of things he was buying, like a whole uh, shopping cart full. And I'm like, no, I was here first. You can't do that. And he was actually getting angry. He was like trying to sho- uh, shove in front of me to get in front of him. But that me saying what I was convicting was like I was convicted of was me being bold. Now I was not being weak at all. In fact, I was being quite strong. And I think that's what we're talking about. That's a really silly example of you putting in front of mine. But I think that's an example of what you're saying is that it's important to be vulnerable, to be open about what your conviction is, but also to be vulnerable in a strong way. Yeah, hundred percent. You have like it's it's one of the things that I've learned from, you know, getting more passionate about martial arts because growing up I was I was very much a soft kid, afraid of everything, and sometimes I still am. Like I I, I still have I'm still very unconfident when it comes to driving, um, and sometimes doing riskier things. And when I was growing up, I was very scared and afraid of risk, and I was very scared and afraid of hurt, and very soft. And as I've gotten older and more mature, and I've, I've kind of learned that it's important that we find inner strength. That's kind of got me into the martial arts domain. And the beauty of martial arts is it teaches you how to deal with adversity rather than running away from it. Mm-hmm. And that is the that's the component of that vulnerability or that nice guy side or that good guy side that those guys are missing that would actually give them a backbone and make them more attractive. It's like, you don't have to be an asshole. You don't have to be a sociopath. You don't have to be fake. You can be a good guy. You can be vulnerable. But if that's all you're going to be and you don't know how to protect yourself and you don't have boundaries and you don't have standards, then expect to get shit on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to say that it's coming near to the end, so I want to invite anyone who's watching. Uh, I want to invite anyone who's watching to comment any questions that you have uh, for for George, um, so that we he can answer them. I know that a couple. Say, yeah, here you go. Some people are watching now. I know uh, Gia's watching. David Kosciuszko is watching. He's the one that's actually phone flipping, um, and I'm very thankful for his course. Nick, Leon, Leon's. Uh, impressive guy that I appreciate. He has an online course uh, in Germany, based in Germany. An online course based in Germany, made several uh, evangelizing online, online education. A lot of inspiring people watching. People who I, I feel inspire me to become a better person. If you have any questions for him, feel free to comment. If not, that's cool too. Um, I'm going to take the first part and the second part, I'm going to edit them together and then put it up so that we have a seamless thing and it's going to be on YouTube. It's also going to be on the Unchain Yourself podcast. I got myself on Apple Podcast. That was a win. Happy for that. Um, and George, all right, so let's, seems like um, people watching are happy listening, which is okay. If you have a question, now. Um, but George, I know that you have a mastermind coming up and you're looking to help people become a better self. So um, uh, before we, we sign off, just talk about that a bit. Sure. So, so this idea kind of came about a week ago. I'm realizing that many men want to be in a supportive group around other men. Um, and that I also wanted to make it more accessible for guys to be able to work with me. And it's kind of come to my attention that there's a lot of talk about being an alpha male, but there's very little about integrity. And when I talked about that story with the soldier, if he had given in to what his girlfriend or his partner had said, 
he would have been out of integrity and that's what i'm noticing with guys when it comes to relationships and and also other areas and i am ready to start a movement called the integral alpha and the idea of the integral alpha is showing men how to be men masculine men who have integrity who come from an authentic place who can have high quality relationships be successful be leaders of tomorrow um make an impact and we've put together this mastermind it works on a monthly basis it's 67 USD you can opt in for as long as you want or as short as you want as long as you're getting value i suspect that if people commit a, a year to it they'll get a life a mba in life and relationships over that period of time and it's going to be great we're going to cover things around relationships around success around self mastery especially around our emotions um and understanding our deeper issues our deeper wounds and traumas and how we can address those things um and just all around being an awesome masculine man and i'm hoping that my kind of balance between being not being overtly hyper masculine but also not being overtly too on the other side of you know the nice we have to be empathetic and compassionate the kind of central means of those two extremes i'm hoping that that's a unique perspective and that my unique um my unique similarity to all the other men out there that because i'm not special in any way uh actually acts as a platform for them to recognize their greatness and have great relationships and become great people and hopefully do it in in much shorter time than it took me so if guys are interested in that we have 12 guys that have that have committed to this i'm i'm limiting it to Hello. 20 <laughs> joe's in so we got awesome guys all all on board um i'm going to probably get 15 at a minimum before we get running up and running in august um i would love 20 so if any of you listening watching whether you're female or male know anybody that would benefit from this or if it would be yourself reach out to me or joe joe can put you in touch with me and um would love to have you on board and i can't wait sounds exciting i'm really excited for it to start so if you uh reach out to him or to me if you reach out to him let me know let him know i referred you if 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 you reach out to me i'll uh i'll put you two in touch on a group chat or whatever um cool guy i appreciate you guys watching and put this up later i'm also going to put it up on um unchain yourself podcast um i really like helping myself uh, grow to be where i'm in a place of control in my life and of where i'm dictating where my life goes and of course there's a bit of vulnerability and a bit of spontaneity in it too but it's really important to me to to become centered to myself and that's what unchain yourself podcast is all about as part of project unchained um so you're going to see this on the unchain yourself podcast I'm going to put some links up and I'm also going to write some blog articles and put it on YouTube and all that jazz. You'll see more about that if you haven't subscribed yet though, go to projectunchained.com so you can unchain yourself to live life on your own terms and just click join project unchained. I have a free ebook for you. Um I learned from my time solo traveling uh which will help you gain a more free life inside you, more possibilities, more uh worldliness, more culture. um by uh through travel and the ebook will help you with that 100% free um just want to give you guys some value and help you become more passionate um so i wish you the best george thank you so much for coming on and i will be in touch uh, to give you links for all the content that i'm going to be creating with this thanks joe like it's been awesome and thank you to everyone that listened and and watched and uh i hope it's been of value to you guys hope you have a great day and 
yeah thank you so much bye bye Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. In the earlier episodes, I put all of these sponsored ads at the end. In the newer episodes, they're in the middle. So if you're listening to one where it's split, some of the content before and some of the content after, uh, stay tuned and your content will come right after these messages. Otherwise, thanks for listening and please listen further to help figure out how you can help the podcast grow. Number one way, subscribe. Wherever you are listening to this, hit the subscribe button either with your finger or the mouse, or if it's the future and everything is mind controlled, do so with your mind. That way I can attract better uh, sponsors and earn more money from the sponsors that I have so I can get better content and go to better conferences. I am right now about to go to CES. For each two hour conference or so, I tend to get about four interviews. That means people that I contact that I actually record and that we continue to uh, publish an episode. I contact more, but in the end, I get about four. Now, this is going to be four days, and this four-day experience is going to probably net me at least 20 interviews. Now, when it comes to other ways to support the podcast, email list is one way to support. Go to the Renman Network. What you will get is exclusive content right to your inbox. You also get to stay on top of the developments of the Renaissance Man Network. And you get to stay accountable in your journey of becoming a Renaissance Man by being reminded of Renaissance Man values and challenges that I will put out to the email list. Another way you can help yourself, oh, let me just circle back. The way you sign up to the email list is therenmannet.work slash nothing, actually. Therenmannet.work is T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. And either click on join the newsletter or a pop-up will come up and you can just put your information in there. Now, another way is to get a journal. That is a hand-bound journal. I bind the cover of the journal with leather or another cloth. You get to choose if I have other cloths available. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But either way, I have full leather, real leather covers available. Leonardo da Vinci had one of my hand-bound journals, one of the best Renaissance men out there. And the best way to cultivate self-awareness is to have a journaling habit. I did that for three years straight, missed only one day during those thousand plus days. I will share exercises where you read one. Sorry. I will share exercises where you need one. I wrote a script for myself and I can't really tell my own writing. I share exercises where you will need one. Need a journal and a journal also doubles as a sketchbook if you're looking to use it for art work. You can get that at the store at the renmannet.org slash store. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot w-o-r-k slash s-t-o-r-e and as of now they are fifty dollars there are some uh, if you become a patron you get a free coupon for that so um to to segue right into that if you want to support the podcast on a financial basis what you can do is become a patron it's at patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot c-o-m slash the renman network t-h-e-r-e-m sorry r-e-n M-A-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. 
and any anywhere from five to a hundred or more dollars a month. What that will do is that will allow me to do this for more of my time, I'll pay for my time. I will be able to buy better recording equipment and I'll be able to go to better conferences like the one I'm going to next week. Now, I thank you for listening to these uh, these sponsored messages by my uh, for my my projects and I encourage you to support this podcast in any way you can. Subscribe, uh, sign up to the newsletter, buy yourself a journal, do yourself a favor for your own development, and support the podcast. Allow me to create better content for you by going to our Patreon. Uh, Without further ado, here is our sponsor for this episode. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Just to remind you of some ways you can support the podcast. First of all, subscribe. Second of all, you can um, you can join the email list. That's at therenmanetnet.org. T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. Click on join the newsletter. You can also buy a journal that's on the shop at the Renman Network. So therenmanetnet.org slash shop. Or, sorry slash store s-t-o-r-e slash store and also you can support the podcast on patreon that's patreon.com slash the renman network t-h-e-r-e-n-m-a-n-n-e-t-w-o-r-k hope that you enjoy yourself and stay tuned for the next episode